When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined in this most festive of weeks. <laughs> most festive of weeks. Yep. By Luke Owen. Hello, Swaft Nation, and a happy holidays uh, to you all. I shouldn't really say Merry Christmas because you need mm. to incorporate everybody in everybody's uh, tastes and credences. So, a uh, happy holidays to one and all. Screw inclusivity. Inc- I can't speak. What is wrong Screw with you? Screw inclusivity. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Long live Christendom. And Jesus Christ, I can't wait for him to deliver my presents. Is that how it goes i'm a bit out of touch with so uh, christmas uh for you and i uh celebrating christmas was two days ago it was Mm. on monday um how was your christmas what are you doing for your christmas this year well i'm hoping my parents got me the right fitbit getting a fitbit are you that's what i've asked for Mm mm-hmm uh, but Why there are it? a lot of very similar looking models out there. I've given the I've given them the Amazon link. Mm-hmm. Um, but very I'm, specific. I'm not confident that this is going to go. I'm I just I'm pretty sure. So one's got a, they've got the exact same name, but one is without a heart rate monitor, and the other is with. I need the with so I can track certain stages of my deep sleep, Luke. Well, that makes Otherwise, sense. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Well, that just makes complete sense. But I'm worried they're going to get the one that isn't heart rate because you need to tick a box and I've told oh, them no. <coughs> oh that's that's we'll see. Yeah. also hmm. so it says the two sizes you can get a small or large hmm I've got quite small wrists you have got small wrists yeah but I thought you know these Actually, are, quite small wrists these well. are unisex things right hmm. I think I've got small me wrists me ma's got one yeah uh, but the unisex sizes so I thought I've got small wrists, but I haven't got small wrists for the entire population of the earth with yeah. men and women taken into account. I just thought I've got small wrists for a man. Yeah, my wife, I, my wife, for example, has very small wrists. I'm quite comfortably in the small. For I've measured it with a... Yeah. Oh, do they give you the measurements of... Um, they, yeah, of, it's like the 5.6 or 6.2 inches or whatever. Right. Whatever it is, 
I'm in the small side. Oh, wow, interesting. So that, that took a bit of a knock. Yeah, yeah. knocked your confidence a little bit. What about you? What did you ask for? Uh, what did <coughs> I ask for? Um, I'm looking to put together um, a fund because I'm taking the book on tour next year um, and some board games um, and some card games and uh, a couple of books. So uh, when you say a fund, you mean like his give me money yes pretty much yeah, yeah. Cool. I've, I've asked uh, cool. my, my folks and my brother and like anyone else like if you're looking to get me something for Christmas I don't really need anything at the moment so uh, but I am looking to put together a marketing fund to take my book on tour next year so money towards that would be lovely well I apologise in advance and also afterwards for all the non-money crap presents I got you well, for our Christmas episode I'll have already had them by the time people exactly. are listening well, to this that's it that's it we're <laughs> recording this in advance folks we haven't recorded the Christmas episode yet. And actually, this will be a fun uh, thing for the, <coughs> the listeners to keep track of as well, because we're recording the intros and outros for the next three podcasts like in the same moment. Mm. Like We're going to sit here, we're going to do the outro next, and then record the intro for the next episode and the outro for the next episode, and then the intro and outro for the Monday episode, for next Monday's episode. So I wonder if people are going to hear like us feeling like are flagging. Are we going to be tired? Are we going to be more peppy? What's going to happen? I think mainly confused. <laughs> I keep forgetting which one we're doing. It's, it's so weird getting ahead of ourselves on content because we work on a daily basis, pretty much. We make stuff in the morning, we edit it in the afternoon, and then it's up yeah. by the evening. There's very rarely that we, we work a week in advance on anything. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Which very, is strange. Yeah, strange. But let's get on with the worst of 2017. And it's Christmas week, everybody. Yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah. Christmas Woo! was a couple of days ago. Or holi- happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Happy Winterville. Mm-hmm. Happy... Um, all of them. Yeah, all of, all, them. All of whatever all, you celebrate. Happy all of them. Yes. If that doesn't please you, then happy shut the F up. Yeah, maybe you don't celebrate anything. Yeah. Maybe my friend's a Jehovah's Witness. He's just gone to Cyprus. He's, <laughs> he's just not doing anything. He's got away from it all. Yeah. So have a happy holiday, Barry. Happy holiday. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name. We, he used to be a Jehovah's Witness. We love every single one of the SWAF Nation, and every single one of you is celebrating in your own unique ways, including like Ollie Davis here, who's just still choking. I celebrate by coughing now. <laughs> yeah. I don't chant at wrestling shows. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <coughs> oh, dear, man. It's okay. We're going to fight We're through. We're going to fight through. So, power, uh, power through. We are not here in the studio. No. Well, we are, but not like right now when you're watching this. So we don't know what happened on Raw and Smackdown this week. This is a pre-recorded episode where we are... <coughs> we're going to sort of go through the worst of 2017. We're going to call it the softies. The swarfties. Mm. Uh, the best, <coughs> which will go on Friday, is called the, <coughs> the swafties. Are you all right? Just, it just, it's just You've a little tiny cough. It's a little tickle, mate. <coughs> it's just a tiny cough that's all it is I think I'm fine now okay so we're gonna go you've uh, all been in touch how did people get in touch uh, via Twitter and Facebook mm. we put up a post that asked you for you to tell us what your worst moment of 2017 was in the wrestling world and you replied in your masses a hundreds l- hundreds a much larger reply uh, percentage than we did for when we asked people to their favourite moments of the year people do like to talk about when things are pants mm. and here we are you've replied here are the softies which are 
Yeah, the, the softies. softies. Yeah, sorry, I, I messed it up. Yeah, and uh, so we, you've replied via Twitter and Facebook. Should we have a look at what we've got? Let's go for it. So uh, first up from Kevin Allen, uh, he says, I want to say Sister Abigail, but does that count since we never really saw the payoff? If it doesn't, I'll go with Jinder Mahal's title reign as WWE champion. Close second after getting assaulted by Ty Dillinger and AJ on SmackDown one night, Baron Corbin screaming, I feel violated. Yeah, so, I mean, should we talk about... Uh, we'll definitely talk about Jinder, because that's going to come mm. up again. Um, actually, I suppose Sister Abigail will as well, but what, what are your remem- What are your memories, memories? What are your memories of uh, Sister Abigail? How into it. How into it I was for that one week. <laughs> where I was like... And everyone was. We're all like, oh, that's... Uh, that was really interesting, the way they changed it. Are they going to debut an actual Sister Abigail character? Paige might come in. Someone's teasing it from NXT. Wasn't it Sarah Logan? No, I thought that. No, it wasn't. It was somebody else. Uh, yeah, I remember looking at that up at the time. Uh, there was uh, someone from TNA. I think it was. It wasn't Rose. Maybe it was Rosemary. She sort of might, like made a cryptic tweet hinting it could be her. Everyone was very excited, and uh, and we kind of joked, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, but they might just do a Norman Bates and have Bray Wyatt dress up as Sister Abigail. Ha ha ha! They'd never do that. And but lo and behold, that that's what we've got. I'm, I've never, I never thought I would be sitting here in a studio talking about wrestling on a video show and would set slash podcast and say the words, God bless that viral meningitis. Mm. Because that really did save us from possibly an absolute train wreck of a pay-per-view match. <laughs> and just, yeah, like, it made a lot of the pay-per-view much better. <laughs> it did, uh, yeah, we've got yeah. AJ versus Finn. AJ versus Finn. No Pumpkin King Finn. No, no. No d- Sister Abigail Bray Wyatt. Kurt Angle's return. They, they, in my, in my opinion, they over-delivered. Didn't think they needed to do all of that. Uh, I would have hold up, held off on, <coughs> on Kurt Angle. But yes, Sister Abigail. Sister Abigail, no good. I mean, Bray Wyatt comes up a lot in this. <laughs> yeah. There's Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, and... Uh, yeah, I'd say that those are the most... They're the two biggies. And gender. And gender, of course. Uh, now, I forgot about this one from Dave D. Tugboat. Anything uh, involving the shark cage? Except war games. Mm. Which I don't really think is a shark cage. Yeah, because they're on the... I guess they were on the floor when they were oh, I suppose, about to be yeah. released. I forgot yeah. about that bit, yeah. So this is mainly the SummerSlam match between Enzo and... Big, Big no, Show. Big Show and Big Cat. Big I Cat. genuinely forgot about that match, because I was literally just about to say... I think there's only been one, and that was at the Royal Rumble when Jericho. Jericho yeah. I forgot about the one at SummerSlam when Enzo was in there, and he greased himself up. It was awful. Oh, God, I've forgotten all about that. We watched that live. <laughs> and it was like, Enzo, didn't he get out? And he finally got out, and everyone was like, oh, okay, he got out. That kind of makes that a bit pointless then. And then Cash just destroyed him just anyway. Booted him right in the face. So... Man. Nobody got over. No. Cass got injured afterwards. But then Enzo got a, a little bit of a run. He suddenly did. What's going to happen when Cass comes back now? He's going to be like, oh, my little buddy's a heel now. Maybe they'll, because heels like heels. Heels do like heels. Maybe they'll just combine. I can't see Big Cass coming back to a surprise huge pop. Yeah. I've kind of forgotten what his entrance music is. I, well, I, I think it changed week to week. Yeah. Because it help. was originally their Enzo's entrance yeah. music. Yeah. So, uh, great. Tom, I also forgot this happened. <laughs> the great Carly's return. R- return in uh, sort of, re- you know, cameo. Cameo, movie. yeah, at the end of the Punjabi <coughs> prison match. I-, I popped for it. I liked it. I quite liked it too. Uh, but it was ridiculous. It didn't really lead to anything. And Jinder uh, 
Carly tried to make himself look like the bigger deal by holding up the championship. That was my favourite bit of it. And then yeah. Jinder essentially snatched it back off him. I was kind of excited that it was going to lead to like this, this like, a quartet, little, section, yeah. little quartet group. But unfortunately, uh, it didn't come to pass. No. I was actually watching uh, Elimination Chamber 2010 the other day. Right. Um, just kind of scrolling As you through, do. As you do. Just kind of scrolling through the network. I think something brought up in the conversation. I thought about the um, Daniel Bryan Santino Elimination Chamber. Mm. A uh, little like back and forth they had. And I forgot that Carly was in the uh, the Elimination Chamber match, not in the SmackDown one. Or was he in Smack? Yeah, I think he was in the SmackDown one. God, no, how does in- he fit in there? Yeah, it was very difficult. Yeah, I think he was in that one, or he was in one of the. Uh, he was in the other one. Either way, he was in the Elimination Chamber. And I forgot Carly. Uh, Harold Harris, rather meanly and unfairly, says whenever Kurt Hawkins is in the ring. Three rolling with laughter, crying emojis. That is unfortunate. Yeah, I think uh, Kurt Hawkins has got a job. His job is to lose he's, a he's lot. A, he's a jobber. Yeah, and he's he's made a sort of he's carved a role out for himself. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, Go botch writes gender, anything gender. <laughs> Poor old gender. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all in agreement here, though. Even WWE, the Jinder Mahal experiment was uh, was badly judged yeah although if you actually read the interview with him in uh, the Wrestle Talk Power, uh, Power Slam Wrestle Talk magazine uh, issue 2 um, there's a really interesting piece in there where he's talking about how a lot of people a lot of sceptics said like you only got the push because of the India expansion and he kind of tries to say that it wasn't because of that and it wasn't an experiment but let's be honest it wasn't it experiment. was yeah I mean it's going to come up a lot more I'm sure yeah. we can uh, go into it more like right here it's in this one again uh, but the first call for This Is Your Life from Anime Gamer 750. This Is Your Life segment, House of Horrors, Jinder Title Reign, This Is Your Life segment. <laughs> Burial of NXT call-ups. So uh, a lot there. Yeah. Uh, more specific because we talked about Sister Abigail. But that isn't the only thing Bray Wyatt's done that's been terrible this year. He also had the House of Horrors match. But that's only if you seem to think that the House of Horrors match was terrible. Which, let's be honest, it wasn't. It was... It was glorious. I think it's it's widely criticised as being bad. Uh, you you can say it was good, but you your qualifying thing would be it was good in a bad way. Oh, it was awful, mm. but it was brilliant. I would never never list it as one of the worst. <coughs> For me, like a, a worst thing of the year has got to be something that I was like, this is just dreadfully bad. Mm. Whereas the House of Horrors, I was like. I mean, this is bad, but I'm quite entertained by how bad this is. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. The 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 lawnmower just going across by itself. Awesome. They both arrived in taxis. Yeah. Oh, it was great. But the second half was really bad in the arena. Yeah. The- and so w- would you have the floor projections, the canvas projections? <laughs> yeah, the canvas worse? projections, so much worse. Yeah, WrestleMania. Absolutely. Their WrestleMania match was so much worse. Uh, and burial of NXT call-ups really has not been a good year for them. Mm. Strong, strong use of the word burial. But um, it's, it's, not like, been, it's not been a good year for NXT call-ups. <coughs> Chipping away over time. Yeah. Uh, drowned. I mean, what has um, what has Bobby Roode accomplished? What has Ty Dillinger accomplished? What has Nakamura accomplished? He fought for the title several times. And lost. <laughs> and lost, yeah. Uh, he was on team... Both men were on team SmackDown at Survivor Series. They were. And lost. And lost. Uh, drowned Daily writes, Booker T. Laffy, <laughs> Neville vanishing, and Sasha not retaining. So... I forgot about Sasha Banks and that sort of record she has of progressively shorter title reigns. Four-time champ, never defended her title successfully. Yeah. That is a very bad statistic to Mm. have on one sleeve. 
Yeah, so agree with you there. Uh, Chelma Alonso says that moment when Jinder Mahal won the six-pack challenge to become the number one contender for the world title by pinning Sami Zayn. Yeah. I forgot it was Sami Zayn. It was Sami. Who was the man to get pinned. But that was the moment on SmackDown that, that started all of this. I mean, I just started working here <clears throat> mm. and we were, like, we were reviewing that episode of SmackDown and we are like, well, I mean, it's a bold choice to go with Jinder. I mean, he's now the number one contender. Let's see where it goes. Let's see where this goes. It'll just be a one-month thing. Let's see what happens. Little did we know. Right, I like how we're always quite optimistic despite <sighs> the overwhelming evidence against things turning out okay. You know, uh, not to reveal our ages, hmm. I am in my early 30s. You're not far behind. You'd think with all of our years of experience in watching this product, we'd be much much more cynical about this than we are. We're eternal optimists at heart. Uh, Robbie Shaw just writes, The writing. And then he has a hashtag that I hate. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I love that how much you don't like it. They don't like that. Uh, Kelsey Dean Buck says, There's a few. Ellsworth winning the first women's Money in the Bank match. Even WWE knows they screwed up, hence the repeat match. Roman Reigns entering at number 30 in the Royal Rumble. Men's Survivor Series match. Mahal's racially charged promo against Nakamura. Nakamura and the burial of Becky Lynch. Again, strong use of the word burial there, but like, oh, she's not had a great year as old Becky. No, she's been really background player, which is a shame. Cause she's Such a shame. She's like one of the best. Yeah, she's she re- neck and neck with Charlotte for me because she's... She's so good at promos and just getting herself over. And the crowd really like her. Poor, the problem with Becky, or the problem for Becky, is that when she was on SmackDown on her own, away from the other four horsewomen, she mm. was there, She was able to shine. But that, she was struggling against the, the the ascension of Alexa Bliss, who was really getting over and really like become, like become coming into her own character. And, and so they were like, let's strap a rocket to her. So Becky then became a secondary player to that. And then when Alexa Bliss moved over, Charlotte came over from Raw and took the number one babyface position. So Becky had to take number two again. Mm. And, you know... But behind Naomi, so behind like number Naomi, three. Yeah. So she's not had a great year as poor old mm. Becky, which is a real shame. And of course, Ellsworth winning the first ever Women's Money in the Bank match as what well. What a bad decision that was. Mm. I'd kind of forgotten that as well. What a terrible decision that was. Who thought that was a good idea? <coughs> it's like, it's not just a bad idea. It's it's quite a publicly bad idea. Yeah. Because you're trying to tell this story uh, for, for your press, I guess, for PR throughout 2017. This year, this is the year of women. Divas are no longer divas. They're, they're female, like, women competitors. You've got the Mae Young Classic tournament. Everything's going well. First ever Money in the Bank tournament uh, match for women. And it's won by James Ellsworth. It would be like if James Ellsworth won the first ever women's Hell in a Cell match. Just entered yeah. himself into there. No pun intended. And, and won. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's kind of, yeah, They, I can see, like, on paper, I'd be like, oh, I guess you're just trying to get mega heat on the heel. But don't do that on the first one. It, it was All it needed was Ellsworth <coughs> helping her up the ladder to take mm. it down rather than taking it down for her and dropping it into her hands. Because it was like that, as a rule, just doesn't make any sense. Mm. Sticking with the women's division, this is one of my favourite moments of 2017. So I'm sad it's appeared on the worst. Kelsey Dean Buck writes... Same person, see. Oh, it's the same person. That time Tamina forgot how to talk and just repeated what Charlotte said. So funny. So, so funny. And Charlotte was like, if you keep talking, I'm going to make you look like Ellsworth. And Tamina keeps going, well, if you keep on talking, I'm going to make you look like Ellsworth. No, no, but you put inflection in there. That's the problem. It's not like... 
I'm going to make you, you look, look like, like I'm just going to. Yeah, because Samoa Joe does that sometimes. Like he'll say the same thing back, but a lot more threatening. Tamina just went, I'm going to. Yeah, just <laughs> repeated it flatly. So oh, funny. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Not enough people talk about that moment. No, everyone just talks about Shane McMahon forgetting his lines, mm. which he does a lot. Adam Dodd says Pumpkin Demon, Pumpkin Demon King Finn. God, yep. That's hard to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we just just missed out on that. Just missed out. <laughs> Although I, we did see him on Raw do that awful in in camera that trick. Feud as a whole, that feud, man, what a disaster! Really bad. All over the show. Sticking with that, Nick Militia writes everything. <laughs> Bray Wyatt WrestleMania match, House of Horrors, Sister Abigail, pointless feuds, etc. At least Jinder had one or two good parts of an awful title run. Yeah, he's got a point. That's an excellent point. And as I said, mm. like I would put his WrestleMania matches probably his worst moment of the year. Oh, would I? Because mm. Sister Abigail was bad. Mm. But that WrestleMania match was dumbfoundingly stupid. So at least Bray is having a kind of good close to 2017 yeah, with the Woken Matt Hardy. He's going feud. on 205 Live. Hey, it's going to be great. And uh, I think a lot of people forget how over the Viper in the family storyline was at the start of this year. Because the, the whole Royal Rumble story was based around that. Then uh, the, the, like Wyatt's win at Elimination Chamber was good. That was still this year. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that. It's February. And then it was the build to WrestleMania that really, that that uh, month of March, sort of to, started to chip away at him. But he had two good months. Mm-hmm. And then <coughs> no good months <laughs> for a while. Uh, your fat uncle, that's his name, writes, Jinder being champion. I wanted to give it a chance, but it was god-awful. S- said enough on this. Mm-hmm. Drowned Daily again says the outcome of the first ever women's ladder match. The ladder match. And, <coughs> forgot this one, the Rusev and John Cena flag match John on Battleground. John Cena's big return. I can't believe you remembered the pay-per-view. I wouldn't have been able mm. to tell you that. Oh, yeah, because they've all got flags, haven't they, in the promos? Yeah, yeah of course. I forgot that flag match. Yeah, and it was it was a long match as well. So long. Uh, but it was, I mean, it, at least it stuck to the gimmick. It didn't, like, ignore the gimmick of the, the stipulation. But, yeah, that was a, that was a slog. Slog. They didn't do anything for Rusev. Because that was Rusev's big return as well. That's right, yeah, because he was like, I'm not going to come on to SmackDown <coughs> until I get to face Randy Orton for mm. the WWE Championship, a storyline that was never picked up again. And then he was just like, now I'm feuding with John Cena, I guess. Mm. And just losing all the time. He had a fairly bad year, did old Ruru. But he's closing it strong closing with Rusev it strong. Day. Yeah, because he was... Uh, I read that Ryan Ward was super, super behind Rusev. And he wanted... Rusev to that's why they were running those promos Rusev was going to win the money in the bank match he was going to win the title this year it was all going to happen for him but then they Vince was like now nah, we're going with Jinder mm-hmm. and Rusev everything was dropped Man. even though they started and you can see because they started to build it on the screen yeah. he was feuding with Shane he was having those little promo bits uh, <coughs> I Am Arenas says it isn't a moment but I think every impromptu match at every pay-per-view of 2017 is terrible. I don't get this one. So this is where it's not a, an announced match, but someone's in the ring for a pay-per-view and says, no, I want to face something, and then they come out and have a match. Can you give me an example from this year? Did Jin, uh, Sorry, Jason Jordan and Elias. They started off with the, the gigs th- and the then salads. throwing vegetables, yeah. and that Did turned that into a match. match? Mm-hmm. Did it really lead to a match? Pretty sure. I thought it led to something on Raw. 
But like stuff like uh, I don't know, Kurt Hawkins might be cutting a promo on a pay per view. I don't remember. I I just don't remember this being on any pay per views this year. It's probably because you just forget it. <laughs> Maybe it does happen. It does happen a fair bit. I'm with you, I am Arenas. I am Chris Imms. Writes. Reigns at 30 in the Royal Rumble. I'm a fan of Reigns, but I was just really annoyed slash disappointed because there were so many other wrestlers that have cut, could have come out. Just bad timing. I wasn't a huge fan of Orton winning either. Yeah, I um, I was watching this with with a buddy of mine and we were there. We had our bets for who was going to be the number 30 because all night long we were like, Samoa Joe's debuting. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is debuting tonight. And it would, I was like, oh my God, Joe's going to be the number 30 spot. Or it's going to be this big return. It's going to be this big debut. And as soon as Roman's music hit, we just sort of looked at each other with a look that was essentially... Yeah. Like, utterly dumbfounded that that was the decision they went with. Like... They, they. I mean, they did it on purpose. They did it to troll us all, like because they knew it would be, mm. it would get like a massive heat reaction. And man alive, what so bad? Yeah, especially because he'd wrestled earlier in the night, like, and everyone they made the point. Like, well, a good match against Kevin. Had a very good match against Kevin Adams because Roman Reigns is a very good wrestler. Um, but like everyone was like, well, why didn't AJ get a spot in the Rumble then? If Roman got one because he mm. lost, why didn't AJ get one? Kayfabe-wise, it didn't work, but um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of Orton winning either. So, so many, so many reasons to dislike this. I a lot of people rate the actual Royal Rumble match from this year. I haven't gone back to watch it. Maybe it is, but it is so like discolored for me by Reigns' number thirty. I hate that match. <laughs> I hate it. The last... so it was so, it was like the perfect time to debut Joe, and he debuted. The, was it the night next, after? Next night, yeah. Yeah. So like, why not do it then? Yeah. Oh. But the wrong Samoan called Joe. Um, now we have Sakib Avid Basic. Yeah, Avid yeah. Basic. Roman entering at uh, Royal Rumble n- number 30. Easy. I think it's got to be up there for me. Mm. <coughs> um, Fight Gamer Ross, or Fight Game Ross, says Roman Reigns beating The Undertaker. First time we've had this. Yeah, at WrestleMania. And it was just a boring main event, really. Mm. I thought this year's WrestleMania was really boring. It was Outs- just too long. Outside of the Goldberg-Lesnar match, I just thought the show was really... Hardy's really... return. And the Hardy's return. Cena proposal. You loved that more I than most people. It. it was a bit of a... Yeah. It was, quite, it was, nice. It was a nice moment, but the match wasn't good. Mm. Like, it was a nothing match, but it was designed to be a nothing match because the actual, the angle afterwards was the bigger moment. But, like, that's what I mean. Like, what, what was the big takeaways? A return, a, a proposal, and one match that went five minutes. It was a four-hour show. Mm. Like, oh, Shane and AJ. Yeah, it was a good opener, but it wasn't like a man, wasn't Mania brilliant this year because of Shane and AJ. I think everyone was like, oh, they managed to do a half decent match. Yeah. Rather than, what a what a romp that was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I. it could have been a great three, four-hour show, but it wasn't. It was a six, seven-hour show. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Hanson Jason Lee writes, Shane McMahon opening SmackDown every bloody week. I'm with you. It's with you on that one. It's copy and paste template stuff. With same, same on Raw. With Kurt Angle opening Raw most weeks with mm-hmm. an in-ring promo. Very lazy. Uh, WWE Orlando writes, The feud of Bliss and Bailey, the whole thing, Awful kendo stick on a pole match that really was bad, yep. and the "This Is Your Life" segment really hurt Bailey. Forgot about the uh, <coughs> kendo stick on a pole match. Yeah, because that's what it was building to. Yeah, yeah, really bad. Danny Boy says 
This Is Your Life, of course, another one. That's mm-hmm. that's definitely up there yep. as the most mentioned one. Nakamura's main roster run so far. Rude debuting as a face. That's a very good Very point. good one. Should have been a heel, really. Sister Abigail. The Revival's Bad Luck. Yep. No, not really anyone's fault, but yeah, they could have been. This was their big main roster debut year, and both of them have been injured at different points. So sad. So they've been out for the majority of the year, although they should be returning soon. Uh, the Survivor Series teams... And Luke getting the Wrestle Talk gig. It's our first gig. <laughs> he wrote lol next to it. Yeah, though. but he sends me trolling stuff all the time on Twitter. <laughs> I don't think he means it. I think he does. Uh, so some Japanese characters that I can't read to you because they're the wrong language. Uh, Theatre says, that Survivor Series ending. Well, oh, I mean, which Survivor Series ending did you mean? Do you mean the one that actually happened or the one they're telling you now, which is that Kevin and Sammy mm. cost Team Smackdown the match? Like... Literally, the opening package for Clash of Champions shows the match, shows Sammy and Kevin interfering, and then Triple H winning. And it's like, Sammy and Kevin just cost SmackDown the match. Yeah. Ignores the fact that Shane ran them off. Ignores the fact that Triple H turned on Raw and then went back to Raw. And was all bills actually around Triple H and Strowman. Yeah, he beat both men. He beat he beat both sides. Yeah. Triple H won everything. He won the whole thing. I met, I never really thought about that. They, surely they're building to Braun Triple H off the back of that. I think they are. I think they're going to do that at Mania. At Mania, really? But then you've also got the Shane McMahon, Kurt Angle tension. The big money match from a short-term buy rate perspective surely is Kurt versus Triple H. Yeah. But... Which, which is also a part of that trifecta. I suppose, yeah. But maybe you could do that at the Rumble. Yeah, I can't see that happening. That's very soon. Triple H won't come back until after football season's over as well. Maybe that is by the Royal Rumble. <laughs> no, he might do it. At, um, it'll be at the 25th anniversary show. And John... D- DX have got to come out to do their usual uh, thing. When, yeah, good point. When Michael Cole reminds us that they're the architect of the Attitude mm. Era. Uh, John Backer writes, Triple H winning Survivor Series. Yep. Uh, the Black Conrad writes, Corbin winning the US title. Mm, which he's just lost. <laughs> I'm, I'm not as down on that. I wasn't as down on it. Yeah, I think that's where that's Baron's level. And it got AJ out of that scene so he could go and become WWE champion. And that was a great match. Yeah. AJ Ty Baron, uh, uh, Helena Cell maybe. I thought it was a corker. Yeah. Absolute corker. Um, Tom just writes sexy star. Now, this is probably the most legitimate, one of the most <laughs> legitimate ones yeah. in the whole uh, list. Because... Whereas everything is just like bad booking or this was a stupid gimmick. Sexy Star reportedly intentionally tried to hurt another female wrestler in the ring while having a wrestling match with her. Yeah. So bad. It was it was not cool. <clears throat> and then she blamed it on, on Rosemary. Mm. Said it was her fault. Blamed it on everyone else. Blamed yeah. it on everyone else but herself. Uh, so LL Cool Tom writes, Shane McMahon being the last team member of SmackDown at Survivor Series. I think he was the first. But he was... Oh, right. I see what they're saying. He was the last surviving like, the, like the last person to be mm. added to the team. Of course he was the first. Oh, yeah, to announce himself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Everyone else has to qualify, but I'm Shane McMahon. Yeah. I'm in there automatically. And, um, and here's my mate John and yeah. Randy. Uh, oh, LJ. No, Randy. Randy qualified. Yes. He beat Sammy. LJ writes, WWE using the Men in Black neutralizer <laughs> to make us forget about Nia Jax turning on Alexa Bliss. Your girl, your girl uh, Nia. You got there. That this was really bad storytelling, um, <laughs> because yeah, that, that was a big angle. It was a main event of Raw after the Raw after SummerSlam. Nia Jax electric chair dropping Alexa. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, 
Finally. Okay, we're, we're pulling the trigger. Cool. This is what they've been teasing for months and months and months. Uh, two weeks later, Best absolutely friends. fine. And it's never touched on again. Like, how insulting as a viewer. If someone did that on a Walking Dead or a Breaking Bad or any show that WWE claims to want to be like, that they would never have such contempt for their audience that way. Absolutely not. Awful. Awful yeah. stuff. Also, it's the Men in Black Neuralizer. Oh, is it? Yeah. Neutralizer is um, uh, Cesaro's finisher. finisher. <laughs> I watched uh, Men in Black 3 was on telly again recently. Oh, was it? It's a good film, though. What a movie. Great film. Really underrated. Go and watch it. <coughs> Raider Max, how Stark writes, and that's a combination of Game of Thrones references and something else, I think. Jason Jordan crying to Angle before Survivor Series. He single-handedly made a push to bring back the Divas title. I disagree. I completely disagree. I think Jason Jordan's character's work has been amazing. Also, crying is not a female trait. <clears throat> uh, the the mayor of Painesville, Daniel Scheidt, mayor. Dan! Dan writes, uh, Roman Reigns retiring for Undertaker. Yep. And Alicia Fox pinning Sasha at ringside were pretty bad moments. That's not the worst, though, but it was funny. And well, it, just, it, it, it was just, it's force of habit. Like, it is. You just, I'm guessing as a wrestler, you just sort of go into... Why don't... Any, why doesn't anyone else do it? Because they're better than Alicia Fox. I mean, well, that's I, yes, that's the point. She's not a good wrestler. I, I know, but she's been doing this for like fifteen odd mm. years, and she made a very, very. Like, it's not, so much. It's not as bad as when Cameron tried to pin someone lying on their front on Raw on live TV. At but least, their shoulders are down. At least it, on the front. At least this was on the kickoff. Uh, but what a Northern Light suplex. But what a Northern Light suplex. Eating all the world's rights, probably James Ellsworth winning the first ever Women's Money in the Bank match. That moment was so legitimately devastating, Carmella's fantastic promo after the second match wasn't enough to make up for it. Uh, I just want to say what a promo that was for Carmella. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that should probably be saved for the best. Santa Hat Garbage <laughs> says... Jim Johnston getting fired because we have to listen to songs that forever loop now made by CFO money. I think we discussed this on a, a previous WrestleRamble. Mm. I 100% disagree <clears throat> with that statement. I think CFO money create very good music, actually. But Jim Johnston getting fired without... Well, very bad. ...without much... Uh, or just let go. You know, I think his contract yeah. wasn't renewed. Um, I mean, the guy has, create, has been such a huge part of creating wrestlers by writing music for them. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He should be. It should be announced on Raw. It's you know. It should be a big deal. But he's not really treated as someone who's important there. because the wrestler is the star, not the music. The Doug says, "Sexy star shooting on people." Jinder going from jobber to world champion. WWE hitting the Bullet Club with a cease and desist over too sweet. That's uh. That we haven't brought that one up so far. No, no. What do you make of the uh, the cease and desist movement? Well, it was, it was very petty on WWE's part. They've created larger stars out of the Bullet Club in the process, uh, but it did cost a man his job. Yeah, that, that's the worst thing of it is that <coughs> poor old Jimmy Jacobs now has to work for TNA. Um, and yeah, it was a really, really petty move on the part of WWE. Mm. But you're right; it just made the Bullet Club into much bigger stars. Like the Bullet Club were reported on by news outlets that wouldn't usually talk about Bullet Club stuff because of this letter. So, I mean, it was a really backfiring moment. Uh, it was that and the, the raw invasion. It was a good combination. Inve yeah, yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, Robert Penny goes all the way back to WrestleMania. Mojo Rawley winning the Battle Royal. Yeah. With a bit of the gronk. Uh, I, I can't even remember who I wanted to win. I think I thought Braun was going to win it because yeah. Braun was wasted in the Battle Royal. Braun and I, Big Show had a, a showdown and then they were both chucked is out. Is that I what happened? I was trying to think, I couldn't I even remember what happened to him. But yeah, but Mojo's friends with uh, the gronk, so mm. um, he had to win. Uh, Braun Snowman. Excellent. Writes 90% of all NXT call-ups. Who's the 10%? <laughs> Yeah, which 10% have done well? I guess Sammy's done well in recent weeks. Yeah, but I'm talking about like NXT call-up from this year. So, who have you had? Well, the Revival could have done. Yeah. But, uh, injuries. Injuries. Um, yeah, who was after WrestleMania? The Revival... Uh, well, Nakamura. Bob, Nakamura, Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode was after SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay, so Nakamura for SmackDown. All memorable. Re- yeah, I can't remember any of the other I, So, ones. I was doing a... I was thinking, who returned this year? Because I was doing an intro to another video. And I thought, you know, obviously Hardy Boy's big one. Paige came back from injury. Who else returned? Kurt Angle to the ring. Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Shelton Benjamin. Benjamin. Uh, James just writes, the last four months of SmackDown. They were bad, although Build for Survivor Series was quite good. Mm. Uh, Prince of Shadows says Survivor Series main event. The almost Sister Abigail match. Bailey's This Is Your Life segment and Gendo Stick on a Pole match. Uh, the House of Horrors match and the one we haven't had so far, Goldberg winning the belt from Kevin Owens. Strong disagree. Well, he had to win, uh, but it was the fact that Kevin Owens never got a rematch uh, when it's that's such a big N- thing. Neither did Finn. Yeah, well, no one's had a rematch, no. I don't think. No, because Goldberg didn't have one either. Mm. But it's just, it's it's annoying that WWE used that for everything else 
but it's not consistent. No. So I can see that. And it did, as much as Gold, I think the belt being on Goldberg was the right move from a business standpoint, uh, it was it was a bit rubbish the way they went around it. I just, it didn't help yeah. Owens. Owens didn't come off bigger. And at the end of the day, do you want to make Goldberg big for a one-day pay uh, like buy rate? Or do you want to build a new star to carry the company in Kevin Owens? Well, it's WWE, so they yes. want to build up yes. the one buy rate. But, you know, I, I the, the booking of Owens as Universal Champion was predominantly bad across mm. the board, really. So, like, I was actually just glad to see the belt off of him because I, <coughs> it was getting to a point where I was like, this you being champion is more damaging to you than you not being champion. Mm. So Goldberg taking the belt off him was probably for the best. Uh, Sly Kia, Slay Kia, says the House of Horrors match. So much potential that went to waste. You disagree. Disagree. Dan says Jason Jordan being named as Kurt's illegitimate son. What a storyline. How was this not sooner? <laughs> a storyline we were waiting all these weeks of build about what it could be. Mm. You and I even did a fancy booking warfare scenario around it. Turns out. And it, do you know what's so funny about this? There were all of these rumours, there were all of these reports about what it was, and I saw the Jason Jordan being named as Kurt's illegitimate son as a like a comment on a wrestling forum. Hmm. I was saying, like, oh, I think I might have read somewhere that this is one of the options. And I hadn't even considered that as an option. I read it and I was like, oh, I'll remember that. Like and as a joke. As a joke. And then I happened to mention it in the studio of like, a, oh, have you heard apparently what it could be? It's this. That's obviously not what it is because that's mm. one of the things that's definitely not being reported. Then lo and bloody behold, it's only Jason Jordan is Kurt Angle's legitimate child. It reminds me of there was a an ex WWE writer who kind of broke the uh, John Cena versus Miz feud, the intergender tag match feud, WrestleMania, and this was back you know early January when we all thought it was going to be Cena versus Taker, and the guy said you would not believe what they've actually got planned. That's right, he did, yeah. yeah. Not, like, it's so stupid. No, it can't be that stupid. And then he said, it's an intergender tag match with the Miz and Maurice. And I was like, no, it isn't. <laughs> and then two days later, like, everyone was reporting it. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's gone from this stupid idea, this joke, to something they're actually going to do. And it felt like, you know, there were so many interesting avenues you could take it because it didn't have to be a sum. It didn't have to. It could have been anything. It was just a scandal. That's all we knew. And they what they, they shoehorned themselves into something that doesn't just damage Kurt <coughs> Kurt and make him look bad. It makes it's gonna hang around Jason Jordan like a stink for the rest of his career. Twenty eighteen has to see Jordan drop the gimmick. Yeah, and turn heel like reveal he wasn't Although I don't even know if that's the answer. I think it's the answer. Hmm. Sasha oh it's Sherry Joshi. Definitely pronounced that wrong, I'm sorry. Says uh, AJ Styles and Kevin Owens botched ending at, I believe it was Battleground. Yeah, well, where well. AJ lost the belt when he wasn't meant to. Yeah, yeah so... Bad summer for those two. Mm, yeah, that was a bad feud. Uh, disappointing matches. Yeah, mm. and it's but they, they're both stronger now. I'd be interesting to see Kevin Owens going for the title against AJ. Yeah. See if they could have a better run of it this time round. Well, yeah, but Shane had to be involved. Mm. Special guest referee. Special guest referee, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ronald Cook writes, I I only saw one mention of this, but Goldberg beating Kevin Owens. Ruined Kevin Owens. Honestly, I could deal with all the other crap, but all the Goldberg stuff ruined Raw in general, and now we never see the champion but a few times a year. 
and the fact that Roman is still Vince's guy. I actually like that we only see the champion a few times a year. Yeah, I, I think it's good too, but it does it does hurt a three-hour weekly show. Mm. Um, I think there's probably a better middle ground, and it's not there at the moment. Bacon number 11. What happened to the others? <laughs> writes, watching WWE shows and seeing more Bullet Club shirts than WWE shirts in the audience. The unfair treatment of Roman Reigns by the fans, the breakup of DIY, the marks complaining about everything. Mostly fans have made this year suck. There's some irony in complaining about a few things and then saying the marks complaining ruins everything. Mm. Um, actually, I think it's a good thing seeing a lot of Bullet Club shows. It I, uh, well, Book Club t-shirts that shows it shows that indie wrestling is on the rise it's on the ascension and more people yes. are watching it that's a good thing um, yeah the unfair treatment by Roman Reigns is a pretty lousy one um, I think it's just I'm kind of sick of people saying that like, he's not a good wrestler because he only does five moves as if it's all about moves um, and well I mean the breakup of DIY it's heartbreaking absolutely heartbreaking one of my favourite <coughs> moments of the year but for all the wrong reasons yeah but it's gone on to tell a fantastic story Johnny Gargano is excellent character work on NXT with the t-shirt stuff and being reminded mm-hmm. of that breakup it's just a shame that Champa got injured yeah but uh, it could lead to something match. even better <clears throat> yeah uh, I so I about the fans complaining about stuff I'm of the opinion that WWE are ultimately to blame <laughs> yeah. because they've created a situation where you you automatically dislike Roman Reigns when you see him I, I still get it like if I hear his music Pavlovian response <laughs> yep. I just go oh god it's Roman Reigns even even though like I enjoy, I enjoy watching him wrestle and when he's got the right promo I enjoy his presence in the ring uh, but yeah it's WWE conditioning people through bad booking yeah. and he was terribly booked uh, for, for quite a few years mm-hmm. T-E-O-L writes TNA Wrestling Anthem Impact Wrestling, Global Force Wrestling, Anthem Impact Wrestling, Global Wrestling Network, Anthem Impact Wrestling. Four name changes in a year has to be the worst thing in non-WWE due to confusion. Ahoy! Poor old year for TNA. I mean, it's been a string of bad years. But you kind of like, I'm about to say, maybe 2018 will pick up. But I feel like I've been saying that now for the last, you know, since 2010. Oh, maybe next year will be the one where they finally work it out. And... Yeah. I was trying, funny enough, I was talking about this with my my wife about one of the uh, the Apprentice contestants, where um, they started their business in two thousand and nine, and it's now twenty seventeen. They're like, we're just getting started, hmm. and I'm like, well, you've been in business for eight years, and you haven't got a website that works. Like that's that's day one. That's just like day one ish. You sort that out. And TNA Wrestling are always kind of like, oh, you know, next year we can pick it up. We're still we're finding our fate. It's like you started in two thousand and two. You've been around longer. Like there were, there've been more episodes of Impact than there were Nitro, and that was many, many years mm. ago. They passed that, and yet they keep still putting on this. Like we're the, the small train that can. Yeah, and I think they can't. Yeah, it's that they just continually put their faith in the wrong people. It seems the Jeff Jarrett stuff over the summer, and then having to let him go was was really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bringing in um, Bruce Pritchard because he's got a popular podcast. And then Bruce never mentioning that TNA on said podcast, mm. which I think is what they wanted. Yeah, just uh, yeah, about another bad year for TNA. Last year was worse. In the, in, <laughs> in the grand scheme of progression, last year was worse. Um, I mean, you, I think. you could say that, but more people watched the show. Broken hardies, though. Yeah, you're right. I mean, business-wise, it was worse uh, with them nearly going out 
of business like three, four times. Day of the show, last minute injections of cash, yeah. reportedly. The Drive to 500 writes, Ollie not being the best man. Um, yeah, no, you should have been there sooner. For Luke's wedding. Uh, don't blame time, man. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Queen Quinone, Quinones writes, yeah. Apollo Crews booking. I was impressed by him as I never watched NXT, but he's with Titus, which is fun and all, but that's underusing him. Oh, and that one promo with Bliss and Bailey's <laughs> friends. Great way to describe that segment. Poor old Apollo Crews. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, I kind of forget about, I take him for granted, but he is really good. Yeah. He's just got a stupid grin all the time. He just needs to sort that out. Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe just turn him heel. I, I'm always, <laughs> always the answer. Get rid of the cruiserweight weight limit. I'm convinced he doesn't weigh 205 pounds anyway, because he's really short. Uh, and, and just, yeah, put him in a, an exciting high-flying division. Why wasn't he attacking him with Tazawa as Titus Worldwide? Yeah. Uh, Craig Forster says AJ winning the WWE Championship. What? I'm pretty sure that's a troll. This comment. is the worst. You the, the wrong the wrong video. Pretty that's sure that's the best. Pretty sure that's a trolling comment. Uh, Ellsworth Patrick Walter writes Ellsworth getting a strange BDSM storyline with Carmella for F word's sake. I quite like that story. I thought it was quite funny. It was a bit weird. I just it was, it was, it was, it was only weird because they never gave any context for it. Like they just did it. And mm. then a couple of weeks later, stops doing it, and so it's bad in the sense that it's terrible storyline. But for the the visual of it, it was quite funny. I was never that into it. Alex Furing says the fans. He's another one. Another one of them. He doesn't like us. No, exactly. We're fans. He's Isn't a, he a fan? He's a fan. What a self-loathing man. <laughs> Sean Conlon, Jason Jordan, in general, incorrect. Disagree. He's awesome. He's great. Bradley Thomas Kincaid Moore, the reasoning for Matt becoming broken. He lost a few matches. They could have given him a head injury. See, now, I'm going to disagree <clears throat> with Bradley slightly here. Oh, really? Well, only because he says the reason they've given it is he lost a few matches. But I don't think that's the story. Right. He lost one match. <laughs> yeah, he lost a match and then was broken. Yeah. It's like they really, you've had so much time to prepare. Why not make this a more like drawn out story where he does go broken? Yeah, but you've got, I've got that WWE retconning of just like, oh yeah, but he was losing all those times. Mm. That was all part of the story. Just how, you remember like Daniel Bryan was, um, he was always going to be the headliner of WrestleMania 30. Always. That's why we were burying him at SummerSlam the year previous because we were building to that WrestleMania 30 moment. They know. They, they know how to play they you. They knew all along. Oh, just marks, aren't they? <laughs> just marks to be played. Yeah, Road Dog said it. It must be true. Sean Conlon, the UK Championship. Um, in what sense? Could though? be a trolling comment. I guess it hasn't been defended. It hasn't. It's not like it's not become after the the momentum of the tournament, the two night tournament in January, which I loved. You just had like the occasional very good match on every couple of months. It could, you know, it could have been a new title on SmackDown or on or on NXT. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I could see what he means. Yeah, unless he just meant the UK Championship in general, which I, I, and I he's trolling. Yeah, yeah, I disagree with. Thomas A. Dixon, sort of a mashup. Wicker, wicker, wicker. But two hundred five live destroying great talent. Neville, Aries, all the rest that are still there, even though they have much higher potential. It's just a bunch of lads. <coughs> two hundred five live is just a bunch of lads. That's why I was baffled. That they announced live touring dates for it. Like, mm. you could never have thought those were going to sell tickets. And now they've put uh, Bray and Matt onto the tour. Like, so it's no longer really a 205 Live thing. Ben Housen. Oh, excuse me. Excuse ben Housen sticks with that theme. 205 Live, enough said. Ed Terry 
something I forgot yeah. about. Shawn Michaels dressed as Colonel Sanders at SummerSlam. I don't think I, I missed this because I was yes. late, wasn't I? Mm, he, he came out and he was dressed as, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dem Brass, all of it, except for the Wyatt Hardy promo. John Surley, whenever Enzo picks up a mic, unfair, he's really good. Yep. Uh, we're rattling through these. Keith Rude, Enzo as Cruiserweight Champion. Dana War Healy, Shibata basically killing himself. Yes, one for you, my friend. So Shibata is one was one of the the most engaging wrestlers in New Japan. Fantastic wrestler, and for uh, a very misjudged uh, spot in the match, where it was a very long match anyway, he was dehydrated. He headbutted Akada like a stiff headbutt, and that created. Uh, bleeding on the brain or something to that effect a traumatic brain injury which put him in a very bad state for a while thankfully he's come back and he can move around and stuff and speak but he uh yeah he would likely never wrestle again Mm. so very sad very sad like that's one of that's in the legitimate yeah that's that's in there with the sexy star thing and everything else is just really nonsense that that is not aj styles winning the wwe championship yeah samantha eastwood bringing page back I thought she was very good. Uh, John Pablo Thompson. I'm tired of her. Randy Orton and everything he's touched this year. Uh, Dave Williams. Aries being so underutilised that he had to leave the company. Austin Aries left this I year. I know. Austin and Neville. Like, both of them. It's just... Shows pending. 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 <laughs> pending. Just shows what has happened to the Cruiserweight division. Uh, Scott Brady. The Fashion Files. Absolutely pathetic. Strong disagree. Just shows that... Uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Comedy is subjective. Uh, Philip Henderson says Jeff Jarrett at Triple Mania drunk. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. He was drunk, but everyone was saying, like, oh, he was throwing tortillas into the crowd. He always does that. He's been doing mm. that for decades. So that was allegedly the incident that made Anthem let go, let uh, Jarrett go. Mm. Stuff bad. Uh, Jarrett's Ginger's title run. Mafia Smith. Kevin Owens, everything with Kevin Owens, unfair. Unfair. Philip Glover, Alberto Albatron, ruining the Impact title feud between Johnny Impact and Eli Drake because nobody in the company contacted him while he was suspended. So, yeah. I don't, it was I just, don't, I don't want to watch enough TNA to... to well, it was just... He, Patron was suspended. There was all that nonsense between Paige and uh, Patron mm-hmm. uh, during that sort of, like, police incident, incident thing. Yeah. So it's it's it's... Because so much you forget, isn't there? In a year. Yeah. Uh, Azkir Khan, Strowman eating one F5 and getting pinned. It's the first time that's come up. Yeah, but it's, um, I mean, it's a, a year-long storyline. I suddenly realised, actually, while re-watching the uh, WrestleMania match between Goldberg, Goldberg was pinned after one F5 as well. Hmm. Oh, there you go. So that, that was when they started it and um, have just been continuing it ever since then. George Hill, New Day, hosting WrestleMania. <laughs> That was annoying, wasn't it? What did they do, apart from introduce the Hardys? Introduce the Hardys, yeah. Yeah, it was annoying. We've got nothing for them, and mm. they're host now. Well, it was also, that was around the time of, you know, the sex tape. Oh, so yeah. they, yeah, it was, they, mm. Xavier was hidden a lot from yeah. press bits. Because that was their main role, to, to do all the press. Yeah. And then they couldn't do the press. Uh, Lee uh, Jellet, <laughs> anything that happens after Stephanie McMahon's <laughs> music hits. Fair enough. Uh, TJ Kennedy, Bullet Club, everything they did. Oh, strong disagree. Uh, Chris Shaver, Shield Reunion, and pretty much every Amblos win and Amblos segment. This is a pun on (laughs) Dean Ambrose's name. 
which Luke oh, likes. Oh, that uh, just made me chuckle because it reminds me of that earlier comment we had, which is like the marks ruin everything. In, uh, wrestling fans are the worst, yeah. and it's like when uh, wrestling fans call Roman Reigns Poochie, mm. and um, yeah, and blows. That's funny. And blows is a good pun though. <laughs> uh, so Ian Richards sell probably sums up the sexy star instant perfectly gotta go with sexy star everything else mentioned is just scripted crap she on the other hand genuinely tried to injure someone on purpose in the ring any grumpiness over storylines and booking kind of pales in comparison yeah here here there uh one of your favorites liam sorry lewis bernzinski i wouldn't say it was the worst but Ambrose and Miz were in a rivalry for almost all of 2017. I think it went on for seven months. They're, they're few overall. This. I think it started in it started in like November 2016 and lasted all the way through. Uh, oh man, what a terrible, terrible time! And I can't remember a single. No, thing. no. I think there was that. Didn't like he hide in a clock or something. There was a clock involved. Oh yeah, the grandfather. Yeah, clock there was some. Marie Scott. Yeah, there was something God, like that. that. Was bad. Um, and blows. <laughs> blows. Daniel like give awards or something oh, i don't remember anything he was the 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 uh, general manager for the night oh when we the went there yeah yeah gm amblos and um yeah and, and i can't tell you a single thing that happened in any of their matches mm. james paul matthews finally writes the commentary Oof. about as bland and mundane as listening to atmosphere by russ abbott I don't know that song. Neither do I, but I can agree. Can agree with you that the commentary has been. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm getting older, but it feels like it's getting worse, man. No, I because we've been watching because since you've started the studio, I've been watching a lot more classic stuff from the Attitude Era: Jim Ross, Jerry the King, Tony Schiavone, Bobby Heenan, uh, Mike Tenay, all the '90s stuff, and. The commentary is so much better. If you watch New Japan, Ring of Honor, the commentary is so much better. It tells the story. It focuses on the action. It doesn't get distracted. It's not annoying, bickering back and forth. But that's what WWE do and tell all their announced teams to to perform in. Apart from NXT, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, uh, that's very good. It's much better. Well, I mean, Percy Watson adds virtually nothing. But the show overall, Mm -hmm. the commentary overall is very good. I I think that... um, uh, I was going to call him Doug Williams. Then Nigel McGuinness mm. is excellent. So I mean, I've got a personal one to close on. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. Off the back of this, yeah. I'm surprised this wasn't mentioned in any of the over 250 responses we had, and that is Mauro Ranello effectively being bullied out of the company. Absolutely. We've all forgotten about that, yeah. haven't we? Only because I suppose because he's back now. He re-signed, presumably under the proviso that you won't really talk about what happened. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, JBL left after this. It seemed that JBL was ribbing Moro too hard. Uh, that's at least what the Wrestling Observer reported. And Moro quit. A man with a history of very public history of bi- having bipolar and uh, depression. And yeah, it was it was a horrible his dream job. He had to leave his dream job because people were effectively mean to him mm-hmm. in the company that you worked for. What a horrible feeling and something that I think definitely goes in the sexy star real category. Shibata. Yeah, yeah, Shibata rather than the the guff of all of us. Yeah. Just saying that was 100% stupid 100% agree. Mm. I think we should end on that. Yes. <laughs> what a for this festive time of year. But we were 
we will be back with with fun stuff. The best stuff. Yes, on Friday. So stick around. Talk for about that. some positive yeah. positiveness. And uh, and I hope you all enjoy still eating food. Hopefully, you've taken the three days, four days off between Christmas Day and New Year, and you can all just have a nice jolly like we are. Mm-hmm. Some pretty bad stuff in there. Pretty bad stuff. Yeah, and it, it really is very WWE focused. Few. Uh, bits of TNA in there. Yeah, well, poor, poor TNA. Mm. So the problem people don't really watch TNA that much anymore. Like, Impact was available again to watch here in the UK on Spike TV, but um, I, I taped it for a couple of weeks, and then I realised I'm not I'm not engaged in this product. Like, mm. there's nothing that's keeping me coming back to watch more of it. And then I kind of stopped watching, and then when I was going through the stuff that I had recorded, because I was 87% on my Virgin Planner, so I was like, well, I need to have a look at this. I had 11 episodes recorded that I had not watched. Mm. And I was like, am I going to sit here and watch 22 hours worth of Impact? Probably not. So I just uh, cleared it all and uh, just cancelled the uh, the recording. Yeah, WWE have just super served on content, you see. So it does suffocate or sort of extinguish the opportunity to watch other wrestling products. No, I've got my hour so I can watch Ring of Honor. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And Because you, you do NXT as well. I, I do sort NXT, of yeah. dabble in NXT, but can't take away our honour. <laughs> I, I will give up Raw before I give up Ring of Honor. That's my time. Did you ever used to watch The Thick of It? No. Can't say I did. Well, it's about a... Uh, I know what it's about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For everyone who doesn't... I don't oh. know. It wasn't a bar but you. Well, well that's okay. It's okay. very defensive. It was a little bit. No, I know what it is. <laughs> That everyone I've been on the know, internet. It's uh, it's about a, a politician, an MP in the British government. It was it was remade really as Veep in the states, which is done very well by the same guy, Mandy Inanucci. And uh, that the MP can't remember his name, but he's played by Chris Langham, who turned out to uh, allegedly fondle some underage girls, oh which is always a shame. Yeah. But the it, he, he has this line where he's like, because uh, he's so busy and overworked all the time, but when he goes to the toilet that's his time <laughs> he just thinks and he, he doesn't even read the new statesman he doesn't mm-hmm. even read the newspaper yeah because that's work this is his time that's what i feel about ring of honor that is my toilet personal time when uh, <coughs> uh my friend well when i was buying my house uh, a friend of mine said that she went through her um her lawyer's list of um like you know she said lawyer said here's how much you owe me for my services mm. and here's a breakdown of how much that costs and four hundred pounds of those services were for contemplation time. Oh. And um, she was like, "I mean, she goes, I mean, I had to pay it, but I did want to question why I was paying him four hundred pounds to go to the lav." Mm. Yeah, it's, it, they don't do themselves any favors. Do they? For, for old, their old, old bloody lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. What's a what do you call a good lawyer? A dead one. Well, oh, mate. That's mean. That's very mean, isn't wow. it? Yeah. Uh, but that's all we've got time for for today's podcast. What hundred lawyers at the bottom of the ocean? Oh, jeez. A good start. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> Mass murderer. Uh, but we will be back on Friday with a much more optimistic, hopefully death lawyer-free <laughs> conversation podcast about the best of 2017. We'll see you then. Love you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.